This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See uber.com slash uberone for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. signs a new contract at Liverpool. Liverpool extends Salah's contract. Uh, Egyptian joy for Liverpool. Mo Salah extends contract on Merseyside. Uh, it's all ready, ready for Liverpool. As Salah signs, sorry, I was just, I was just going down the, the sky breaking news cards there. Did you know? Did you know Mo Salah has signed for Liverpool? 
20 fucking messages or 20 posts one after the other sky put now believe it or not sky i know you do find this hard to uh, believe but outside of merseyside manchester and london there are football clubs i know it's quiet but how many times can you tell us that mo salah has signed a new fucking contract for liverpool we're not interested but we accept one post, but 20 posts, one after the other, on your... And, and this is why I stopped paying for Sky. They are so far up the big sixes arse, it is unbelievable. Welcome along. This is actually Leicester Till I Die TV. Uh, other, <laughs> unlike uh, Sky, which has rebranded itself Liverpool um, TV today. Um, thank you for watching us. What I would say is please support the guys that support us. Leicester lead again! The goals are flowing here now. The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open. For all your Leicester Till I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop at our website. Indeed, please give them your support. That's 5% discount at lesterslidie.com forward slash shop on all merchandise Leicester Till I Die related, courtesy of ME Sports. Intro outro videos available for just $6, which is about £4.95 at introchamp.com. And you can see what I, I, I make with those. Uh, they do have some good ones on offer. They've got thousands on the site. And 10% discount on all your gaming needs, whether that be controllers, leads, buttons, whatever. If you're into Xbox, PlayStation, and they can even personalize for them as well, 10% off if you quote the code that's listed in the YouTube details below on my channel. And freeretro.com, the best retro football wear that you can get anywhere on the net 3retro.com all the details are on if you have if you're not on less until i die.com um yet sorry less until i die tv on youtube please do get over there um and and subscribe and if you want to join or make a donation to help keep the channel going um especially if they're not working at the moment it will be much appreciated let's just go through a few comments before we get going scott um yeah, the Derby, I've seen that. Derby have got new owners. Uh, hi, James. How the devil are you? I am good. Thank you very much. Um, Anthony, good evening, sir. Big up, Chris. Did you know? No. <laughs> I didn't. Thank you for telling me. Thank you for telling me. Um, yeah, we do know about Derby, guys. And this isn't a Derby channel, but we do know about Derby. In a way, I'm glad they've, I'm glad they've been taken over. I'm glad for them it wasn't Mike Ashley. Um, as much as I would love to see them go down as far as League Two, I wouldn't want to see them actually go out of business. So I'm quite pleased. Uh, Terry, hello. How the uh, so you missed out on one drink last night, the snake bite. I can't find the Moorcock channel. I have asked him. No, it is Moorcock channel. Moorcock channel. Uh, when is Brendan's big rebuild going to start? 
please, somebody go and check back because I, I honestly think it was, and I've been told that it wasn't actually rebuild, it was actually um, refresh. And they are two completely different things. But when? I don't know. Renny, welcome along. Thank you very much for joining us. So on, <laughs> I've actually got an award. I've actually got an award now to, to hand out. Um, I'm just going to get it all set up. Um, let me first of all realize that I haven't shared what I want to do. Um, there we go. Take two seconds. And we're going to go through what little less than news there has been today. So let's go there. Let's go there. Right. So the award and the award is for stating the bleeding obvious. And the award, my first ever stating the bleeding obvious award goes to the Leicester Mercury. One, it's been quiet at the King Power so far, this transfer window. Yet no shit, Sherlock. Yet we had noticed. Obviously, up there for the news. I have actually invited uh, the Leicester Mercury to come on here and discuss transfers with me, but I have yet to hear back. I don't think I will. Anyway, that was late last night. If you were bored, you could sit there and you could have a look at what every other club has um, been uh, been uh, uh, signing and really sort of pee yourself off, I guess, uh, would be the option you've got. Um, this morning, uh, latest headlines. Well, uh, now, this is dragging on now, as I am getting more and more worried, more and more worried that um, we're not going to sign anybody unless we get rid of Tillemans. And it might be that if we get rid of Tillemans, we might buy different players to it if he stays, or it might be that if we don't get rid of Tillemans, we won't have as much money as um, we would have if we sold him. Basically, Arsenal, get your fucking fingers out. If you want him... Come buy him. Don't be prima donnas, because I tell you what, you're taking the piss out of your fans. You've had a really good transfer window. You've, you've, if you hope that you're going to get him cheaper, the nearer towards the end it comes. I don't think you will, because if I was Leicester, I'd say fuck off. You've had all transfer window, and you come in the last week when we haven't got a chance to get anybody to replace him. No, you know all your ex players are saying you should sign him. So what the hell are you doing, Arsenal? Sweet. Fanny Adams, to be honest with you. They are doing fuck all. I just wish they'd get get it on, get it over with. Otherwise, I, I tend to think that you've probably all all the Chelsea owners and managers might have you got small cocks because they like talking big but can never put the money where the mouth is. So Arsenal, get your fingers out your arse, please. Um have I frozen? I don't think I have. Have I frozen? I can see myself moving there. Um, must be your intimate. Jack, good evening. How the devil are you? Yeah, I've, I've not think I've frozen for you, have I, uh, Scott? Um, well, we'll come on to him in a second there, Rennie. But yeah, at the moment, yeah, Arsenal sort it out one way or another. You know, we're used to Arsenal dragging things out. We're used to... Um, Man United dragging things out. Please don't drag things out. If you want him, if you've got the money to buy him, put up or shut up, Arsenal. That's, that's all I can say to you. Put up or shut up. Because you're getting on my fucking nerves now. Um, Jack Linton says, you're good, Chris. Thank you very much. Um, you don't know me that well. 
There we go. Um, Roger's rolling transfers. Now, this was very interesting because, of course, we are all a, a tad worried, I think, over Roger's getting involved with um, transfers because of, well, <laughs> two words, Bertrand and Vestergaard. Um, now, you know, I, they've both been disappointed. I don't think either player was the player we thought we were buying it. Uh, we were buying, um, but he got involved quite heavily with those. Um, but City don't have a head of recruitment at the moment, and there's a lot of uh, rumours as to whether we will or we won't. Um, but Brendan Rodgers' role in Leicester City transfers explained as trio with ideal profiles named. We're doing a lot of naming, and we're doing sweet FA about doing anything, Rogers, aren't we? Um, so I don't know, but we'll have a look at what your plans are. Um, James, I'm not frozen. Thank you very much. Um, Spencer, is Leicester in lockdown again? As the one in or out? You joke, eh? Don't do it too far, Spencer. The figures are going up again. Who knows? Um, Arsenal are just a waste of my time. <laughs> Was then first Vards and Madders, now Yuri. I know they just uh, they might as well just call them Leicester B. Um, I, I just I wish they'd do, I just wish they'd get on with something, you know. They've obviously got the money. Um, you know, do you think you're going to get him less than 30 million? Because if you don't sign in this window and he doesn't get an offer, he will resign with us. Um, Chris, uh, I don't see us doing a lot of transfer business, I can't see us selling players. Rogers may want to sell, so maybe see Academy players getting game time. I mean, I'm just worried if we give if we I'm I'm not for I'm not for saying let's not bleed, you know, some some young blood in. Of course, you know, we know that that has worked very well for us. We've got some good young players. But those that we saw break through last season, a couple of them like Daly Campbell, they've gone. And I thought he was all right, but what do I know? Um, and also we can't just can you imagine if Rogers, after everything he said, whether it was a refresh or a rebuild, we don't make any major signings? We didn't in January, and I kind of got that with you know the financial situation, etc. But if he doesn't sign anybody and relies on the youngsters and we have a really bad start, then he's fucked. He really is. And then I'd be on his back saying, Brendan, go, you know. Um Words and pictures. Good evening, sir. Um, how the devil are you? Welcome along. Uh, have you got any spare players you don't need? Let us have them. Uh, Rene, get your remote. Yeah, exactly, Rene. Exactly. Uh, Munzi, how the devil are you? Big up, Chris. Great show as always. Thank you very much, Munzi. Not seen you for a while. Hope your show is go. Your channel's going well as well. If you're a Man United fan uh, or American football, I believe he does as well. Get over to Munzi Talks TV uh, and uh, have a watch. He's got some good content there. Uh, well, about Man United, but if, I'm not into American football, but uh, I believe he does that as well. Andrew, have we got to sell players before we can sign anybody? You know, I, I'm wondering, Andrew. I really am wondering. I really am. Uh, Doug, good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Are you pooing yourself yet? Uh, your big day tomorrow, your big wedding. Well, <laughs> all weddings are big, aren't they? Mate, I hope it stays nice for you. I hope you have a really, really good day. My best to yourself and Rebecca. You make a lovely couple. And remember what I said, please take those 10 minutes out just to sit back 
and just take it all in take it all in because it goes very very quickly um let's just see some more more comments uh everybody saying hello to everybody else so let's go on about rogers so whilst it is manager brendan rogers who called for healthy shake-up you see this is what i'm saying this rebuild i think we've taken this on board healthy shake-up of leicester city squad he will not have the final decision on any transfers Thank God for that. I mean, I love him. Don't get me wrong. I don't. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm a Brendan in. I don't want him to go. But you know, come on, mate. You've not made the best decision on transfers. After three and a half years at the club, Rogers had hoped to revamp his squad this summer and introduce five or six new players to the team. As July begins, they have yet to make any signings. Rogers, Rogers is one of the three key decision makers in the transfer process, alongside director of football John Rudkin and the head of recruitment, which is obviously we know is currently unavailable. Um, since Lee Congleton left, and we're waiting for Malcolm Glover to finish his gardening leave at Southampton. Um, without a transfer chief at the club, Rogers did admit his responsibility on the matter of signings would grow. <laughs> really? I mean, that, that does make me feel... You know, I mean, Peter Taylor, do you remember him? I mean, we know he was a good coach because he took England on a long unbeaten run when he was under-19 manager before he came to us. But got into the transfer policy, uh, you know, into into our transfer funds and, and made those decisions. And <laughs> Dennis Wise, I mean, what was he thinking? Junior Lewis? Who was worse? Who was who was Peter Taylor's worst signing? Adiakin Bailly? At least he tried. But... Um, we could be doing getting rid of, uh, of Wood. Well, you see, Scott, everybody has a go at Woodkin. I do. This is a, this is a good, interesting point. Everybody says let's get rid of Woodkin. <laughs> is he that bad? Because he's the link between. Is that you know he, what? What was his title there? We just read it out here. Um, um, that is so. He's the director of football, so he doesn't have total control over. The the, the 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 recruitment, but he is the go-between between him and top. You see him with top every match day. He is is you know he's top's go-to person. If we get rid of John Rudkin, is that going to make any difference to our purchase policies? Probably not. Probably not. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. Um, uh, Doug says, thank you, Chris. I'm going to do what you advised me to. Cheers. Excited for tomorrow. Yeah. I hope you're going to do what I told you in the um, sit back and enjoy it for 10 minutes and not just don't do it, which is my other advice. <laughs> but no, but John Rudkin, you know, I, I, you know, was it, did it, should we get rid of him? Would we have then not got Mares? Would we have then not got um, uh, Cambiasso? Would we then not have got Kante? Would we then not have, you know, it goes on and on. I mean, so I don't think getting rid of Rudkin personally is a good thing. And I am a big fan of Rudkin and think he should stay um, because it does stop Brendan going on. Um, without uh, City made 10 permanent first team signings since Rogers took charge of the club. Uh, James Justin, Ayoide Perez, Yuri Tillemans, Dennis Pratt, Timothy Castagna, Wesley Fafana, Patson Dacca, Buber 
Bubakri Samare, Ryan Bertrush, and Yannick Vestergaard. Um, Rogers named Justin Castagna and the Farmer as three signings that best fit into what he wants in a new signing. So what, what was he doing with those other signings then? Were they, were they just not what he thought? Did we not scout them properly? Um, you know, we know Vestergaard was a panic buy, but there's some good players in there. I mean, Pratt, I think, unfortunately, you know, he just, he was extra to what we needed. We didn't need him with, you know, having Madison uh, and Tielemans at the same time. Uh, I would have loved to have kept him as an option, but, you know, he uh, he didn't, he, he had a squad, did Brendan, and until we got the horrendous illnesses, I don't think he used them properly, if I'm honest with you. Um, so let's uh, have a look at what the next story is. Okay, now this is, again, what the f*** are we doing? Leicester City and Leeds United dealt huge blow in fresh transfer twist. Leicester City could be dealt a huge blow in their pursuit of Belgian... Here we go, I can never... You know I can't, I'm useless with names. CDK, let's call him CDK. As reports claim AC Milan are in pole position to secure a deal. City I still yet to make a sign in this summer transfer window, but work has been done on deals behind the scenes with Belgian attacker uh, CDK, attracting interest after impressing at Club Bruges since breaking into the first team. The 21-year-old has been linked with a move at the King to the King Power Stadium for the majority of the summer, but have been joined by Premier League rivals Leeds United and Italian champions AC Milan. Reports have previously claimed the Whites are looking at the Belgium International as a possible replacement for uh, Rafinha. It was also, it was obviously, no, well, he's, he's gone. Now, I see with this one, what gets me about this one? Um, I wouldn't be worried about Leeds. The only thing Leeds have got over us. With the sales they've made, they've got they've got money burning a hole in their pocket. So could they potentially outbid us? Well, that that's going to be an interesting point if he has the choice, because personally, that would be down to Club Bruges. But if the bids are the same, is he going to go to Leicester or is he going to go to Leeds? Got to be honest with you, what can Leeds offer him really? You know, another relegation battle. You know, they stayed up with these two good players. They've sold these two good players. <laughs> what are they going to do next season? Or is he going to Leicester? We've proven we're good enough to, to get a European place when we've got a fully fit squad. And, you know, we've got no, no Europe next season to put us off, as Arsenal would say. So I think he would come to Leicester over Leeds. I think we're a lot more attractive proposition and wages-wise. We can match Leeds. That would be no problem at all. However, Leicester or AC Milan? AC Milan have got Champions League football. If he stays at Club Rouge, he's got Champions League football. If he comes to Leicester, we haven't got any European football this season. So it's how he sees his career going. Uh, but be honest, you know, if you, if you were a Belgian, would you be looking at Leicester or would you be looking at AC Milan? I know, exactly. That's the worrying thing. And because we're taking so... I mean, look, I'm just looking here. Uh, I don't know if I can squeeze. 95 million, 95 million has been spent by Tottenham so far this window. 
I'm just looking at it on the on the TV. What's the breaking news in Leicester? It's certainly not that. Uh, oh, no, we don't need we don't need to see that bad news. Tottenham, yeah, they've just um, they've just, <laughs> they've spent four players, ninety five million. Liverpool, three players, ninety one point five million. Manchester City, two players, fifty one point one million. Leeds, they've signed three players, forty five million so far. This is Leeds. Arsenal, 44.5. Villa, four signings, 43 million. And they all include potential add-ons, those prices. Villa and Leeds have spent more than... Well, everybody spent more than we have, haven't they, if they've got one player in. But Leeds, they spent 45 million. While we are sat... Sucking our thumbs. I'm getting annoyed. I'm going to be honest with you. I just wish, I know, I just wish somebody at the club would keep us informed. And this is the thing, it, it, you know, they do say it's the hope that kills you, don't they? But I just wish they'd come out and say, look, okay, guys, this is what's happening as of today. You know, we can't say anything more, but we are talking to them. The, op- the Obviously, the other side of it is they don't want to let people know who we're talking to. But then it's all rumours. But then it's, you know, it gets out anyway. It's not like you're suddenly going to say like, oh, yeah, we're not actually linked with him. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Connor, good evening and happy Friday to you as well. Um, Scott, we're talking weddings there. Um, Recruiting a new medical team would be money well spent. Keeping players fit would be worth three or four players. Fair point, Terry. Fair, fair point, that. Um, I presume Luckman is out of contract as of today. No news on assigning him. And again, this is Spencer. I get what you're saying, but we did discuss this yesterday. And a point that was made to me, and it was a very, very good point, is that Luckman, what we like, what I like about Luckman, I think what Brendan likes about Luckman is that he can play right or left. But he's his favoured side and his better side is on the left. He played on the left for Fulham when he was on loan there. And it was half a season, then he went and got injured. And if he carried on, they said at that point he was going to be their player of the season, the fans' player of the season. But we've got Barnes there. Now, you know, A, is he willing to maybe just have a bit part? Um, and Luckman? Do we, you know, or you know, do we look at him and play him as the right-sided midfielder, but then don't go for any other person who can play fully on the right side? I don't know. I think I just think Rogers is not. Um, it's it's not a priority for him. I don't think it's a priority for him, to be honest with you. Um, and how many of the clubs seem to be in for Luckman? What does that tell you? Um, why don't we sign youth, a young player? Uh, well, if we're going to sign youth, Renny, I think we'd probably bring our own players through. Um, the ones we've been linked with aren't exactly old. I mean, do you remember the, um, oh, what was that Scottish manager called? No, don't say Jock Wallace. Craig Levine. Craig, oh, my God. Craig Levine, when we used to be called Leicester Nil. Um, it, it, was, it was like, we were like the retirement home of football. We had, I mean, you know, wrong. Les Ferdinand was good, but all the players we had that were ex Premier League players, but they were all you know, late thirties. It was like we was like the Derby and Jones Club. We really were. Um, 
got at Spencer. Okay, yeah. Um, in first team, Scott um, says Leeds are selling most of their best players. Well, we have better quality players of the club at the club and have been doing well in Europe recently. Fair point, Scott. Fair point. Um, if, if CDK comes to Leicester, thank you for that, Spencer. <laughs> He's got Premier League football through. Um, and yes, yeah, though, sorry, not through, though. He's got Premier League football. That is, of course, the draw. But is is the Premier League a, a bigger draw than Serie A? You know, I mean, I wouldn't. I'd get. I, I wouldn't mind playing in Milan, Sun, Sea, Senoritas. No, that's Spain, isn't it? <laughs> um, James, next week you might have more news coming in uh, on Leicester City as pre-season is close to starting. And this is the thing: if we don't get someone in soon, they're going to not be able to take advantage of that. Uh, when he's good, Connor. Um, I feel like you should be looking at some players from the relegated sides, Ben Mee, Emmanuel Davis, John Brownhill, Maxwell Corney is mainly so, etc. Ben Mee was one that we were linked with before, Connor, and uh, Nathan Collins, the Burnley defender, uh, the other Burnley defender, if you like, we've been linked with. Ben Mee is Burnley captain, would be a great sign-in, and Collins, apparently us and somebody else are interested in him but he is on a long-term contract at Burnley um Levi Cole is yeah well we discussed that yesterday so yes but he, he could well be uh <laughs> <yeah>. mate <laughs> you've hit the nail on the head we should include that in every transfer deal we do beer is cheaper in Leicester now I love that one Andrew I love that one I'm, I'm with you on that one <laughs> come to the Premier League where beer is is cheaper and you sometimes get a free one off our owners as well. Uh, so anyway, let's fingers crossed, fingers crossed, because that's the one we've been most heavily linked with. And if that falls through, God knows where we're going to go. Um, uh, here we go. On the say on the Tielemann saga, my now sitting the fans are used to transfer sagas involving one of their high profile players and a big six club. They had a summer off last year, but otherwise it's an annual tradition. For this summer, the player is Tielemans and the club is Arsenal. But it's far more complicated than when Maguire left the United and Chilwell left for Chelsea. Is it complicated or is it just a case of, if you want it, do it? Two European clubs are interested in signing Leicester City midfielder Bukhari Sumare, according to a report in France. Sumare only joined Leicester from Lille last summer but could be set to leave the King Power Stadium soon after struggling to settle into the English game. He came into the club on the back of picking up a League One winners, a, a League Earn winners medal, but struggled to transfer his attributes to the Premier League. Now, we did, we did touch on this. Um, has he been given long enough to adapt? Was he given enough games to adapt? Um, Brendan obviously goes off a lot of what he sees on the training pitch, as indeed he, he should. Uh, we saw with Under, you know, you could argue that Under didn't get the time to potentially prove himself uh, in the few games that he had. But then we're not seeing him week in, week out, like I say, day in, day out on the training field and seeing what their attitude is. Samare looked good. I thought he looked really, I mean, his first game, which was the Charity Shield, uh, sorry, 
I'll call that wrong night, the English Super Cup. Um, he looked, he didn't look too bad. It does take, I honestly, like I say, I don't think players are being given the time to settle in to a new job, new country. We spoke about this yesterday. Now, I can't remember who it was, and somebody said they'd have to go down to London and it took them ages to settle. I've moved all around the country, and it just it takes it takes your time to settle in, make friends, feel at home. Um, and, and footballers are no different. Uh, I'm just worried we've not given him enough time, but then of course. There are the sayings that he has been asked to do certain things by Brendan to adapt his game, and he hasn't done them. But if that's the case, then maybe we should cut our losses and, and let him go. Um, I keep coming back to your comment, Andrew Beer is cheaper. Uh, I thought having the top training facilities was supposed to have players falling over themselves to get here for nothing. Um, oh, dear, that doesn't seem to have worked. <laughs> Terry, Good point. It is a good point, um, but we've got to actually approach these players, make them an offer, get them interested, and then get them over to us. And I don't think we've done the, you know, we've not been in contact. Well, we may have been in contact. Let's that. We haven't made any firm offers. So until we've made any firm offers, we can't get them over to see the new training ground. I mean, I always remember um, uh, uh, Martin O'Neill when we were at the old, we used to come out the Colesberg stand at, uh, at Filbert Street, and you saw. The shed opposite. I mean, it was it was bad. That wasn't it. They said he used to reverse players out so they could see the calling stand as they came out. But we have to get them over here. And to do that, we've got to make an offer, and we haven't been doing. Um, fuel is cheap. Is fuel cheaper in Leicester than Milan? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Sumare has been one of the has had one or two matches in an FA Cup. He's come on mainly a substitute, and like you say. Inacho. If we're talking about proving yourself as a substitute, Inacho was coming on for 10 minutes, 15 minutes every game. And I feel, I'm sounding like a broken record here. Didn't, wasn't able to do anything, couldn't prove himself. Um, got a run in the get, a long run in the team, not one or two games to, because Vardy needed a rest. He actually got a run in the team at the end of the season before last, if you remember. And look what he did top goal scorer. So odd games as substitutes, nah, no, it's, it, 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 you, you haven't got a chance to prove yourself. Uh, you need a lot more. And let's face it, if you did play a couple of cup matches, we weren't in the cups very long, were we? And you had to remind me of that, Ronnie, didn't you? <laughs> Maybe you could re-sign Alan Smith. I'd re-sign bloody Gary Lindicum. I can't stand the bloke. Um, and <laughs> how desperate I am. Um... So we'll see what Ericsson, Christian Ericsson. He is officially, as is Jesse Lingard, unemployed as of today. He is officially a free agent after the expiry of his contract with Brentford yesterday. The midfielder is subject from a number of clubs, including City, and is said to be considering offers. Now, again, you know, I love you, Christian, but make a decision. I mean, it's not like we've, you've just found out today, oh, Brentford, Man United, Leicester, and any others. You've known for a while. You've been studying the offers for a while. You can check the places out. Do you want to stay in London? Are you, you know, is Manchester too far north? Is the Midlands good for you? You've had, you've had weeks to look at that. I don't know if you've got kids and you can look at the schooling. But, yeah, you know, you've got 
you've had plenty of time to do that. Um, you should be making a decision soon. And for you as well. You know, you want to get into the World Cup. Which team is going to give you that best chance? Now, it may be Brentford because they play you, but they didn't... I don't remember them actually playing you that often and that regularly. Um, but anyway, make your mind up and uh, and let us know. Um, Connor says, sounds like Rodgers is a bit like Moyes when it comes to players from abroad who he doesn't think are ready. Uh, Alex Kroll and Nikola Vasilic at West Ham got hardly any minutes. But if managers feel that, why buy them? I know he doesn't have the only say, but as a manager, you have the final say. You're not going to get a director of football and a director of recruitment are going to say, look, we've got this player for you, Joe Bloggs. He's great in the uh, Moldovan League. You're having him. If Brendan Rodgers doesn't want him, he'll say, I don't want him. So why is he? Uh, why are we getting players in? <laughs> the, uh, I don't know. Football, who'd understand it? Eh? Who'd be a manager? Who'd be a manager? Uh, other teams seem to have no trouble signing players, but with us, it's like the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> Couldn't agree more, Andrew. Couldn't agree more. Um, could it be that our scouting team has depleted over the last few years? And it's why we're suffering so badly for signings now. When we've made signings, when we've made signings, on the whole... I mean, they were awful under Ranieri. Let's be honest with you. Ever let Ranieri have that checkbook, really? Um, recently, they've not been bad. Like we say, look, Fafana, that was a good sign-in. You know, Dakar potentially looks a really good sign-in. So, I don't... I, there's something... I think, I think it's, honestly, the more I think about it, the more I'm thinking it's coming down to money. Uh, James says Ericsson might join Man United if Man United can get the likes of De Leon signed up. And this is what might be happening. And this is his catch-22 situation. It's like Tielemans might be sat there thinking, well, you know what, I might extend my contract. I could stay at Leicester another year. I'll sign, and then it gives them the chance to get me some money sort of next year because, you know, we're in the same position as we are now. Um, but let's see. let's see who these teams sign. Let's see what their ambition is like. But we can't prove our ambition because we're not making sign-ins because maybe we need to sell Tillemans to get the money in. Oh, I'm wondering if Burnley will never... Will renew their interest in Albrighton under the new regime? Will suit Albrighton coming to the end of the career? I don't think they want to. I don't think they'd want him now. Uh, look at the signing they've made today. I don't know the guy's name, but he's a young... Uh, he was out of contract from Man City. Obviously, company knew him. He's a youngster because he was in the under-23s, I believe it was, at Man City. That's the way Burnley are going. I don't think they're going to be wanting... And no disrespect to Mark Albrighton. You know, it, it's a... <laughs> there's more games and at a harder pace in the prem, in the Championship. I don't think he would actually be uh, be that good in there. I think he's better off staying as a super sub with us, to be honest with you. Um, I don't, as I say, I think he's a bit, uh, they don't want, he, he's too old, for, I think, for Burnley now. They they, they want to get youngsters in and, and, and start again. Um, that is it. What, well, um, I don't know what this one was. Wimbledon and Leicester City transfers close as forgotten man set to seal move. Uh, Carwell stance could open door for City. Yep. So as you can see there, nothing happening whatsoever. 
Uh, I mean, you know, it's just like, I don't know how I get these, these shows over half an hour, to be honest with you. Thanks for talking to me, guys. Otherwise, uh, otherwise I'd have uh, I'd have nothing to talk about. So have a look on Sky and see what Sky are, are saying at the moment. Um, Fulham target Man United's Eric Bailey. Um Barcelona manager has begun the cutthroat purge of the Catalan side after telling first-team stars Samuel Umtete, Martin Braithwaite, Oscar Mingeza and Riquel Puig to skip pre-season training. Now, somebody said yesterday, you know, the Italians haven't really got an awful lot of money. Um, Calvin Phillips is... Closing in, maybe Spain haven't as well. Sorry, is what I was going to say. It just flashed up a new story. Uh, Calvin Phillips is closing in on his move to Manchester City. Um, and the lure of working under Pep Guardiola meant the Leeds midfielder never considered joining Manchester United. But see, Manchester United, they are going to find it difficult because they have got to so much rely on their name. And it is a it is a big name, it's a big draw. Again, if you're looking at Leicester and you're looking at Man United, long-term prospects, you're going to look and say, well, yeah, Man United, I get that totally. You know, you've know, got to respect what they did under Fergie. Uh, and you know, if you take the silly fans out of the equation, and all clubs, including Leicester, have the silly fans, Man United is one hell of a big draw. But at the moment, they are in the poo. And if I was thinking about Man United, I'd probably say... Let's have a look next next window. Let's see what's going to happen next window. Because I think I think by then we will know um <laughs> they would know what where Man United were going. At the moment, it's it's like it's like going and getting a job at a club that uh, at a at a at a company that's going out of business. You think that I mean, I'll wait a bit and see how they do. <laughs> I mean, um, Rene, yeah, I mean, again, it's rumored about Man United and Tielemans that, that they're going to hijack the offer. Um, Tielemans, Manchester United, Tielemans, Arsenal, both of them are in the Europa League, both of them have got the name. I could see him going to either, to be honest with you. Um, James says Crystal Palace assigned John Sam Johnson on a free from West Brom. There's free players. There, there's some good free bargains out there. I'll tell you. Um, oh, and if I, if I scroll down, let's just let's just see how many how many at the moment. So after the Barcelona exodus and the Fulham target Eric Bailey, we've got one Liverpool. That's one, two, three, four. Twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-eight posts, one after the other on Liverpool. 
Who is it at Liverpool that's jacking off to this and getting so excited that they're putting all these posts up? It's it's stupid. It is stupid. Do you know what I think? I think everybody that has a Sky account or or, or pays for Sky, if you're not one of the big so-called big six um, fans of one of the so-called big six clubs, cancel it and see how they survive with just the big six clubs. Um, Scott, no, <laughs> I stopped at twenty-eight. If I was, <laughs> I'll take that. I will take that. Uh, Terry says, um, I still can't understand Vestergaard, part of the current Denmark team with Casper, uh, that didn't concede a single goal until the last World Cup qualifying game. Surely it's a case of better utilization of the players we do have. You know, look at, you know, look at Harry Maguire. No problem, I'm not saying he's brilliant, but absolutely no problem with, um, with England. Absolutely rubbish with Man United. And I said it the other day, I'm sorry, I think Casper, I think it's time for him to go. I would let Casper go and promote Danny Ward and move Everson up to number two. Uh, but then what do I know? Uh, James, uh, we want Jesse Lingard, I've heard, and he's now out of contract. He is. I have a feeling that tonight's going to be... Uh, I, I have a feeling that... He's going to go to West Ham. That would be the obvious place for him to go. He was there. David Moyes knows him. David Moyes wants him. Sky had just put in breaking news up. Um, but I can't see what it is because I can't have the... the uh, I can't have the sound on because obviously uh, I'd get a strike. But whatever it is, it's at Manchester United anyway. So the breaking news is about Manchester United. Um, I think you'll go to... Yeah, I think you will. It is the obvious place for St. I mean, I wouldn't... Would I mind Jesse Lingard? I don't know. I mean, we've got James Madison. Could Lingard play on the wing? I don't, not sure. I don't think it's not his natural position, is it? Um, Andrew's counting how many women he thinks of in a day. <laughs> oh, my God, no. Again, that would be a hell of a lot more than 28. <laughs> in, in the no column. Uh, nothing in the yes column. Um, uh, let's go back up. Um, yeah, Rennie, I think, we're all, I think we're all getting a bit bored. Uh, I mean, I, do, you remember, do, you, do you remember Martin O'Neill? Of course you remember Martin O'Neill. And always remember, he never used to do any transfer business until right towards the end of the transfer window. Now, as I say, it's either you're pretty confident of who you're getting and you go in there and pip everybody at the post at the end and they don't know who you're interested in because you're not making offers, it's not been in the news, uh, or you're missing out on your best players. It's one or the other, or, or your best targets, I should say. It is one or the other. I'll kind of just say that this, I'll, let me just see if I can bring this up because this is how bad, how bad a, a transfer window Leicester City are having. Um, now, let me just share my screen. Um, now, I don't, before anybody starts going like, oh, it's the Sun newspaper. We don't like the Sun. You know, we all don't like certain papers. And, you know, I'm not condoning anything they've done in the past and their news reporting, etc. even though I, I used to write for them as a blogger. I do know what they are like. But at the end of the day, they are part of Sky. 
so they there was you know good as probably well better than most of the other uh, the papers because of the contacts they have but this is how bad because i saw that we got a new story on it came up flashed on my phone new story i thought great fantastic son they're linking us with somebody and this was on there leicester city a picture of david moyes and a picture of mr Maguire. I felt I said Mr. Magoo then. United could have signed Maguire for just four million in 2013 if they had listened to Moyes. Now let's have a look at when that post is dated. The first of July 2020. Now I'm not being funny, son, but and that's Sun newspaper, not Sun. As in, uh, <laughs> as in, as in Dan. That was a story from two years ago. That was a story from when Manchester United signed him. The fact that they could have had him, and the fact that you are actually pushing it out now, is two things: a, it's lazy journalism, and b, it it shows how bad a season we're having. So. Harry Maguire could have gone to Manchester United for more million. Who knew? Who knew? Well, guess what? We all did. Um, do you, Venice, do you watch your Stranger Things season four? No, I don't know why, you, why you've asked that, Renny. I really, really don't. Um, no, we need to ask. No, I won't, James. And, I, you know, I get it. I get it with, with, with uh, you know, Merseyside fans and the Sun, I 120,000 percent get it. But at the end of the day, you know, horses for courses. Uh, I always have you down for the Telegraph or Observer, Chris. See, you're wrong there. You're wrong. Daily Sportman, me. Hey, <laughs> right, guys, that's it. Um, there is no more. This is a dead transfer window. It has ceased to be. It is pushing up the Burnley gates. Uh, well done to Derby getting the takeover. Well done at avoiding Mike Ashley, I believe. Um, it is... Um, I'm not sure who it is, but it's some. It's not... Oh, Klaus. Klaus has taken them over. Um I'm off to see if if uh, if Dan has renamed his uh, channel the uh, Daniel Molecock yet. Um, Andrew says um, Forest and Las Vegas are the only places left where you can pay for sex with chips. I prefer fish with my chips. Don't know about you, Andrew, but no, I, I prefer fish with my chips. Um, yeah, it's boring transfer window, Rennie. I'll leave you to chat about Netflix in the chat. Um, can't wait for Forest relegation party and no derbies. It's it would it would be fun, guys. I don't know if you saw this last night. Um, it was a new show that we did. It was this. <laughs> Please go and check it out. We didn't talk. We talked a little bit of football. There's myself. I had a Burnley, an Arsenal, and a Man United fan in, and it, we just basically it's uh, it's a banter show. Chat get that shit get banged, and we did a lot of chatting shit. I can tell you. Do check it out on Leicester Till I Die TV. It 
was fun. It was funny and we enjoyed doing it. And I believe what people have said to me, because it was a pilot to see how it went. A lot of people seem to like it as well. But coming up next is this. Yep, it's the debate show, Friday debate show, nine o'clock. And we are discussing this week, should should we be playing less games? Basically, um, and, I, and I was working some figures out, and obviously I'm not going to tell you now, I'll tell you tonight on the show. Because, of course, we've got a shorter summer break because we're starting earlier, three weeks. we then got, obviously, the, the, the World Cup games uh, when we have a break for the World Cup. We come back and we basically start straight away. I mean, championship clubs start before the World Cup finishes. I don't know how that works out. So are we playing too many games? You know, are our play- I mean, I know we've won the League Cup in the past, but what is the point of the Caribou Cup? Who really, I mean, you know, the Man City Cup, didn't it, used to be? I mean, let's be honest with you. Is anybody really bothered for it? The big clubs wouldn't be if they didn't give them a route into Europe, just in case they failed to make the, the, the top seven. So should we be getting rid for Premier League clubs to the Caribou Cup? Should we also be getting rid of replays? I mean, that Caribou Cup, the semi-finals, a two-legged affair. It's an extra game we don't need. We don't need two-legged affairs anywhere else in, in, in any of our cup games. Why in the Caribou Cup? Two-legged semi-final. Yeah, we've done it. and we, It worked for us, obviously, you know, when we got to the final when we beat Wimbledon in the semis. But why? Why? Um, and FA Cups, we did it before. We didn't have replays. I believe we're back to replays this season. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. And yes, I know what you're going to say. Well, you know, the big clubs get an away game. Let's say Oldham Athletic draw Burnley. Now, Burnley's a big draw to Oldham Athletic. It's a local derby and they uh, are really good. They draw with Burnley. Would they sooner take Burnley fans back to Oldham to watch a replay or be in the draw for the next round? Because how many times have the big clubs struggled in the first leg, especially if it's away. You know, they, they, they've they got a goal in the 95th minute to save themselves or whatever, you know. But if that didn't happen, we'd maybe we'd see more of the little clubs going through and earning more money that way. Nine o'clock, are Premier League players playing too many games? That is going to be the question. Um, uh, Scott, uh, if you want to um, concentrate on your molecock, I'm going to let you do that. Um, I, I won't. I won't. I won't, I won't disturb you. Um, what did I hear that Dickov and One Chopper playing together? Connor, thank you, sir. Did you enjoy? It was the first one. Uh, please put in the comments when we finish the show uh, on on the YouTube if you enjoyed the show last night. Or go on to. In fact, if you don't mind going on to that show, just leave a comment. Just let us know what you think, because I've got to decide with I'm trying a few to a few shows like the debate show is new. And we've, we've done a few pilots, uh, the quiz we, we've done. A, we did a pilot for the home and away quiz, seeing how it goes to decide whether we go ahead with it or not. Um, Scott says in this day and age, I believe for the money these players get, maybe they should be higher squads and more games. 
I don't know more games. Definitely, I think we should. Well, whether she have a bigger squad or not, and I did, like I say, I did have a take the piss out of uh, Nippon, Chelsea fan, who was moaning about how how small a squad Chelsea have got. Really, Nippon? You know, I'd, half your squad's out on bloody loan. Get them back, then you won't have a small squad. Um, I think they would make, uh, Connoisseur says, I think they should make it so those who qualify for Europe through league position should be excluded from the Caribou Cup. And that's easy. Again, that's a fair point. That is a fair point. But then, of course, you know, England, you know, players could come from other teams as well. I know one likely with Southgate, but he could do. Uh, James, I fully enjoyed it last night. Chris, very good laugh it was. Thank you, guys. So I don't forget, please, would you go on and just leave a comment on the video so I can, at the end of the uh, when I'm looking at what I'm doing, I can go and look and see how many people um, either have clicked the like button or left a comment. But I appreciate yours and uh, Connor's comments. Thank you so much. I think we'll be doing it again. But like I say, I've got to see sort of what, what we're going to go ahead with. Uh, Andrew, replays are good revenue for a smaller club. Yes, they are. But would they not? What would they get more money from? A replay against Burnley at Turf Moor? Or actually facing Man United at Old Trafford in the next round. You know. Uh, I'm sorry, you know, I, I, I'm I understand that you know they need all the money, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, but so many games, so many games. A good cup can run can pay for a smaller club season. Yeah, we know yeah, I agree. I agree, Andrew. And like I said, they'll get more money if they play Man United uh, away than they will if they play a replay against Burnley away. It's only my idea, and this is why it's a debate show. Come on and join in the debate. I mean, Andrew, message me on Twitter if you want to actually come on to the show itself. But I will be back at 9 o'clock with Sloppy Seconds again. Don't forget, please support the um, the, the companies that support us. You get 3retro.com for all your retro sportswear. A lot of Admiral stuff on there as well. Introchamp.com for $6, and it is $6 intro and outro videos. So easy to do. You get them back within five minutes of, of, of putting all your details in and, and actually setting it out for you. Uh, it's about £4.95 with the exchange rate at the moment. 10% discount at faithful um, faithfulgrips.com. Sorry, .co.uk, that one. Faithfulgrips.co.uk. 10% off all your gaming accessories and then 5% discount for any Leicester Till I Die um, YouTube Gold member. You get 5% off uh, uh, the Leicester Till I Die accessories. Go to leicestertillidie.com forward slash shop. Thank you for watching us. If you have been doing on YouTube, smash the likes. If you haven't yet, please do subscribe and maybe consider joining. There's some uh, there's some very cheap options there if you want to join and help support the channel on a regular basis. And if you have been listening on your favorite podcast platform, whatever that may be, thank you very, very much. I will be back at nine o'clock. We'll be debating about are there too many games being played for the, uh, the top teams. We will see you at nine o'clock to talk about that. Take 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 uh, take a break. Enjoy it. Don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. I'll see you back here at nine o'clock. Good night. Thanks for watching Lester till I die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.
watching these videos are tremendous. You better like them too, or I'll be back. Cool. I'm out of here. Ooh, that's a wrap. Sports Social Podcast Network. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.